Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Thursday, July 29th, 2021. We are still in the middle of Camp Compass Week here at Compass Bible Church, and so I am joined by a very special guest today, our Kids Ministry Director, Morgan Lee. Morgan, welcome to Revival from the Bible. Thank you for having me. So excited. Awesome. Well, we want to just talk a little bit about Camp Compass Mm -hmm. uh, and how it's going and how we can pray. So how's Camp Compass going? It's amazing. This year, we have 437 students here on campus. Which, just for context, (laughs) how many did we have last year? Yeah, last year was COVID year, so it was 125. So we have like... (laughs) Three times as much. Yes. Yeah. 120 volunteers. So we are packing in the day. We have these kids for five days straight for three hours. So we make sure to make it very purposeful with their time here. And there is a lot of people that are outside of Compass. So it's just for them to be able to see how we care and how we want to invest in the souls of the next generation. Right. So, yeah. What have been some of the highlights of the week so far? I mean, I think every time at opening ceremony, when I'm hearing those kids not only like scream out those truths in worship songs and hearing these kids with, I walk past these small group leaders that are helping them memorize the word of God, just hearing the next generation memorizing and shouting out truth at the top of their lungs gets me like, it just does not, it causes tears every time. No, it is amazing. Even just my own Mm -hmm. daughter being at the Mm -hmm. camp, Mm -hmm. seeing her yesterday, memorizing her verse, doing her homework, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at Psalm 115 Mm -hmm. and, you know, looking at the different things between idols versus the real God. It's, It's amazing to see kids learning that the Bible is important, yes. good, and exciting. Yes. Um, so what are some things that people can pray for yes. for Camp Compass? So I would say to pray that this is even just Camp Compass is an avenue to bring in those people that don't come to Compass, right? right. We want them to, we are inviting them to come this Sunday. So pray that many come this Sunday because they are going to see their kid perform one of the songs, but we want to reach this treasure valley with this camp. So people that don't know the Lord, don't have the Lord at the center of their home, that they're being pulled in by their kids to come into our doors. We're praying for that. We are praying just for the continual of just this foundation that we're laying down with the biblical truths that they look to the word of God to be the truth for their life. So just pray, pray as we just plant those seeds that God continues to water it and continues to grow it. And, Um, that we are just faithful to glorify him and what we're doing. That's what, I mean, the whole purpose of this camp is to point everyone to the Lord. This is him doing this. He deserves all the glory for it and all the praise. So that just, we continue to do that. And even as we invite people to our church, Mm -hmm. we want to make clear, hey, this Mm -hmm. isn't about just Mm -hmm. our church. Mm -hmm. And our church is really all about the glory of God. And that's what it is all about. So if you're listening, please take some time to pray for those things. If this is, we're recording this on Wednesday, but it's Thursday. So we've got two days mm-hmm. left of camp. Be praying Please. really for eternal impact. And thank mm-hmm. you, Morgan, so much for joining wow. us. Thank you. So now as we dig into our reading for today, we want to start moving from thinking about the children at our church at Camp Compass to a child king. As today we read Second Chronicles 22 and 23. And here we read about Joash being made Uh, the king. And this all happened when he was just a little boy uh, in seven years 
old. And so as we read the story, there's a few things we need to notice. <clears throat> One is that this is more than just kind of an interesting note in history. We have to realize God has made promises to David. Uh, that David is going to have a son that will sit on his throne forever. Ultimately, that's going to be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. But here, we see an effort really to extinguish the line of David. So we start with Ahaziah. And remember, now after Jehoshaphat, there's been an intermixing between uh, the line of David really being married to the line of Ahab, who, as you can remember, was the, the most wicked king in the northern kingdom. And so Ahaziah is still a part of that, and he is killed, and really that's a part of God's plan. And then Athaliah comes, and she is trying to destroy all the remaining descendants of David. And so we need to realize this is a bigger thing than just an interesting plot twist in history. This is an attempt uh, to stop the line of the Messiah. But notice even how all of it God is sovereign. Even Ahaziah's death, God was in control of that. And then God protects this young boy uh, and helps him to become king. Now, we're going to steal a little thunder from tomorrow because I do want you to be praying for Camp Compass. And we're going to see this boy become the king. And we're going to be reminded that even young people can be used by God to do great things. But we're stealing a little bit of thunder from tomorrow as we see him do some of those great things. But we're also going to see Joash not end very well. We're going to see that once the influence of this priest is gone from his life, he, he really stops following the Lord. And we'll get more into that tomorrow. But even as you think about praying for Camp Compass, pray that these kids are not just pursuing God uh, because of influences in their lives. Obviously, we want to influence them to pursue God from, it was first and foremost about parents and then the church and then the leaders at the camp, obviously, but we want what happens in their hearts to be something that will outlive all of those other people. We want them to have a genuine devotion to God that will last their whole lives. So that's another thing just to be praying for, for this week. Uh, now we move on, and even just another thing, uh, that, that's good, a, a great prayer that we're going to see, and again, this week might even be a good prayer to specifically pray for the young uh, children at our church as we start the book of Philippians. Now, this is clearly a letter that Paul wrote while he was in prison to the church in Philippi, a city where the first time he went there, he ended up in prison. This is where kind of famously the, the singing in the jail happens. But as he starts this letter, he clearly is talking about his prayer for them. He has a confidence in them that the God who began a good work will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. And so that's something we can pray for, that God will start good works at Camp Compass, that he will bring to completion. But then look at his prayer um, in, in verse 9. He says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more, with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And so there we see something uh, very important uh, in this uh, passage, just this, this prayer. And what a great thing for you. I mean, pray this for anybody, but maybe pray this specifically for the children in our church, that they would have a love that abounds, that they would grow and develop knowledge and discernment, and that they would be pure 
uh, and live pure lives. So what an uncommon thing in this world, and that they would be filled with the fruit of righteousness through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Uh, well, well, next, let's go back to Psalm 89. And as we go to Psalm 89, one thing that uh, we'll see is it's talking again a lot about David. And there's some things that are hard to relate to um, because you are not David and God did not establish the Davidic covenant with you. But there is one phrase in particular that I really want us to, to think about. And also, anytime you're looking at God talking about his promises, we're reminded that God keeps his promises and God hasn't made the Davidic covenant with you, but God has made promises to you and he will keep those promises. But the phrase that uh, that, that stood out to me most when he's talking about this covenant that he makes with David, he talks about David's reaction that I do think is a great template to us. In verse 26, today we look at Psalm 89 verses 20 through 28, but in 26, it refers to David and says, he shall cry to me, you are my father my God and the rock of my salvation. And even as we think about that and all these promises, even David, we see ultimately fulfilled in Christ, that should be our response. The cry of your heart should be, God, you are my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. So even you think through the the trials that you're facing this week, the difficulties that you're facing this week, this should be your focus. No matter what's going on, God is my father, God is my rock, and God, he, he is my God and my salvation. And so I hope you take the things in your own heart and you bring them to God with, with that kind of mindset today as you follow in the footsteps of David. Finally, let's go to Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through 48. And as we go here, we see kind of this two-part miracle that Jesus is going to perform where he is called by this man named Jairus to come and heal his daughter. And we'll get to that tomorrow, but today we see the miracle that happens on the way. As there is this woman that has a flow of blood for 12 years, and it says she had spent all her living on physicians and she could not be healed. And she touches his garment and she is immediately healed. And Jesus calls out this, this woman. Uh, and, and you can tell she is afraid. When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how immediately she was healed. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So may we learn from this that we have a Savior who is merciful. He is gentle. And I love just the gentle way he treats this this woman, even though she's afraid for being called out. He calls her daughter and affirms her faith and tells her to go in peace. Uh, May we just have our own faith in Jesus built, but may we also have that faith that this woman had that Jesus can help me. Uh, No matter what we're going through in life, Jesus can help me. And we want to have that confidence in our lives. So may you have confidence as you look to God as your father, your God, the rock of your salvation. May you trust in him. And please pray for the kids at Camp Compass that they would come to learn all of those things about God as well. And again, when we do kind of these live updates, thanks for putting up with some of the noises in the background as we're recording live at these events. But I hope it encourages you to pray for Camp Compass today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.